1: Jonah, where's Jonah at? I had a dream about you, girlfriend. There you are. So I had, it was a really crazy dream um, about Ariel, the little mermaid. And literally, you were Ariel, and the enemy came and stole your voice. And you were just like okay you know maybe this is my this is how it's supposed to be i'm just supposed to just learn how to live without my voice and this is just how all my dreams are going to come true is just without my voice and what i just see is that is not god's will for your life that is not god's design for you and what that did is that caused you to because then i had another dream about the movie sing with the elephant that's all shy you know and that caused you to step back step away and just kind of just pull back and just say you know what maybe i'm just supposed to be just you know back here and what i would say is the king wants to restore your voice well i had a vision of the king putting your voice back into you. Girl, you are meant to sing. You are meant to sing on stage. You are meant to sing in more than just this church. You will be singing in more than just this church. And i just telling you, girl, just like we just break off. If anybody around her, lay your hands on her. We just want to just pray for her. I just break off insecurity right now in the name of Jesus. Any voices that came over you that said you were not good enough, that you are second best, that all you're ever going to be is a background singer, all you're ever going to be is background. All, I hear that. That was spoken over you. If you even get a chance to be up, it's. You're only going to ever be background. You're only going to ever be second best. You're only ever just like he was saying, Nate's wife. That is a lie from the pit of hell. We break that right now. I break insecurities over her that came in through those lies. In the name of Jesus, I say insecurity. Get out of her right now. In the name of Jesus, we restore her confidence in who God made her, who the king made her. We restore her voice. Do not be afraid to belt out. Do not be afraid to just let it go. Let. Do not be afraid to just, oh, I can't sing, so I'm not going to be really careful, but, but do Do not be afraid to just let that let that go um, and just let it fly let it soar let it soar let it soar father god i thank you that you are the one who are putting her voice back into her so that no one can take it again god i thank you for the confidence and humbleness that is going to be in her as she rises in the spotlight in jesus name amen wow it's fun when you have those dreams but you're like wow all these disney dreams well, I guess Sing isn't Disney, but you know what I mean. All the movies—it is really bright. Appears, we way to turn those down? Just oh, thanks. Wow. All righty. Well, we are just going to jump right in. Yes, and like I said, it's going to be a little bit, maybe more of a teaching kind of a mama, a mama word. But um, it is going to start in Exodus, um, and I'm going to read kind of a long portion of scripture. But it's kind of crazy when you read the Bible, and it's like that is so like right now it's wild so exodus 1 8 through 20 20 now there arose a new king over egypt who did not know joseph and he, had, he said to his people, look, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them. Least they multiply and it happened in the event of war that they also join our enemies and fight against us. And so go up out of the land. Therefore, they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh, supply cities, Pithom and Ramses, however that's said. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, yes? The more people are waking up as the government is trying to inflict us, yes? And they were in dread of the children of Israel, so the Egyptians made the children of Israel serve with rigor. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage, yes? Ridiculous mandates. In mortar, in brick, and in all manner of service in the field, and their service in which they made Their serve was with rigor. Then the king of Egypt, the king, the government, the head of the government, yes, spoke to the Hebrew midwives of who the names of were Sapphira and the name of the other Puah, And he said, when you do the duties of a midwife for the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stools, if there's a son, then you should kill him. Excuse me. Government mandated to kill a son if it is born. Evil. But if it is a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the male children alive. Wow. Protected the children. So the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said to them, why have you done this and save the male children? Why aren't you masking your child? And the midwives said to Pharaoh, because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women for their lively." this was Holy Spirit-inspired, and give birth before the midwives come to them. But therefore, God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very mighty. And so it was because the midwives feared God and not government, didn't fear government, didn't listen to that, that he provided households for them. Yes? So... Here's what came to my mind. The guys are going to turn on a song that's going to introduce us the title for today. Yes, just just listen. Close your eyes. Oh, turn it up! Turn it up! Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk. I should have brought my camera. lady. just try that in our town yeah. <laughs> mama bears are done as soon as i get an email that says there is a pride festival with drag queens kid friendly where grown men can be dressed up pretending they're a woman i am sorry we are more than a skirt fake boobs yeah. makeup and a wig yeah. just as soon as they try to tell me, come join us here, and we'll have jumpy castles, and the drag queens are going to be dancing by the snow cones. Yeah, I was like, okay, you have now crossed the line. Try, try that in our town. That is not going to fly. So if anybody would like to know, we have a list out at the info booth of all the businesses that sponsored that okay. uh, pride party, whatever they want to call it. You're welcome to take a look at that. We're personally choosing not to shop at those places. We're not telling you that you can't. We're just telling you that we're making it available. If that's something you feel called to do, we're gonna call to we're gonna be called to do that. We are gonna follow through. <laughs> Awaken will take a stance. We will save the children. The government cannot tell us that a man can be a woman, a woman can be a man, and then try to indoctrinate the kids <laughs> at a library. Not gonna happen. And so our first point is just take action. Take action. Whatever it is God calls you to do. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it is going to the library to make sure you're starting to just keep an idea of, okay, or maybe maybe we need to go into libraries and start reading some Christian books. If they're going to let that in, I mean, then they're going to let, you know. But all it is is just this mama mama bear side of me but it's just not for the mama bears it's for all of us in here to do something to just take action don't complain do something you know in first corinthians 9:24, paul talks about running our race but what i found in the last few years is so many christians are too busy running their mouth <laughs> okay don't just run your race or, d- or run your race, don't just run your map, yeah? <laughs> we will be doing something here. Um, and yes, we need to speak up too, okay? But we've spent so much time complaining and talking and talking, not, not taking any action to any seat. and then here's where we are, yes? And we have been in California and seen what happens when you don't start the fight early. If we, we are going to get ahead of it before it starts, it's way easier to set precedents and say, no, this is how we're going to do in our town, it's not going to roll darkness. You will not have your way. Yeah. We even have Tyler Sonata, who's not here because he was too busy winning the golf tournament, yes? Oh. <laughs> so he's on his way back now. But he's our city liaison who's keeping us the posted. He's the one who let us know about this festival, is letting us know about city council seats that are open, you know, just things that are going around town. So we're always going to have information, like I said, at the info booth finding per, you know, practical ways to take action, and actually, like I said, do something, because we will not be the church that is just running our mouth, yes? Yeah. But we will have a say, and we will speak out very loudly, yes? We have no problem with that. <laughs> I'm going to drink to that, yes? But here's one of the reasons why I think that song is so powerful, and I don't know much about, probably can ask Serena Ashley about all the country singers, I don't know much about Jason Aldean's background, but I really feel like what he tapped into that song is sometimes I'll listen to it and just be crying, and we've never really been into country music <laughs> until now, um, but, <laughs> but I'll listen to it, and I'll, and I'll just like tear up, and what I think he tapped into, whether he knows it or not, was the Bible's idea of we are a brother's keeper. And that's what that song talks about. If you haven't heard the f- full song, he's talking about how people are standing up for each other, how there's places that, you know, they've tried to defund the police so they have no help so that other people are standing up. He's talking about just living and being in a community where we actually are our brother's keeper. <laughs> and that stories in Genesis 4-9, after Cain had killed Abel because he was jealous, and then he let bitterness set in, as you were talking about. And then, you know, to the point of, wow, I mean, that's, that's pretty deep-seated um, bitterness to then kill your brother. And the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel, your brother? I mean, God knew what happened. But he's trying to get Cain to fess up and just, he wanted to, Cain to deal with the bitterness in his own heart. So that he genuinely could healthy, take care of other people. So that's why he posed that question, not that he didn't know what was happening. And Cain is still just, could not get over it, just so bitter, just so, and he just said, I don't know, am I my brother's keeper? Like, am I supposed to be taking care of my brother? And really, God is saying, yes. Yeah. Yes, you are. And it does mean the kids, but it also means all of us in this community yeah. and helping yeah. each yeah. other as we go along the way. Uh, we're called here to be a light, to help others in, in faith, in family, in community, and this city. There's no accident that Take the City is the name of the Pathfinders Conference, something that Awaken is putting on. We are going to take the city. Darkness will not have its way. The light is going to shine, but we're also going to show people the true power of prosperity for a purpose because we're going to use it to help others. We're going to use it to lift somebody else up. We're going to use it to bring somebody else into a place of prosperity for themselves so then they can live on the other side of what that looks like. You know, and then what I thought it was so interesting is because even with Cain and all the mistakes that he made, when you read further along in that verse, God talks about putting protection over him so that if anybody killed him, they would be in really big trouble and basically put like a seal over him that so... If we've made mistakes, if we've done things, if we've been in places where we've made choices out of bitterness that we wish we could take back, you're still under the love of God. You're still under the protection of God. You're still under that, and God is not going to. I hear there's somebody in here who thinks that you deserve some bad things to happen to you because of the choices that you made, and that is a lie. God did not did not tell Cain for the rest of your life. Yes, we're, you're going to toil, but. But hard work is one thing. God did not say that you're going to suffer this and you're going to suffer that and you're going to be tortured. And I'm going to let you have, hand you over to the enemy because of this really bad choice that you made. God says, no, I'm going to put a hedge of protection around you. And nobody's going to be allowed to be able to touch you. No enemy and no person is going to be allowed to touch you even though those are the decisions that you made. So Cain was able to rest in some sort of peace that even though what he had done in his past... God forgave him, and God wanted to work that out in his heart, and from that healthy place is how we can truly help others, and that would have been the beautiful story to then see him rise up and get healthy through that and start to help other people, but we can pick that up and just start doing that here for ourselves, yes, taking care of each other, people, you know, one of the greatest examples, we have so many in this church, and I was thinking in my head, I could go this way, this way, there's so many, but I'm going to just point out Christina Clark right now, Christina Clark, where are you? And they're literally talking about legitimately being your brother's, your sister's keeper. There you are, sweet girl. I'm just going to brag on you. So right now we are. We're all going to cherish. But it is, you know, quite a bit of a trek. Okay, so we get to all go. We're going to you know, get on a plane. We're going to fly down there. You know, but for a lot of new people who didn't know anyone or this is all new to them, this is a little, I mean, it's a little scary. It's a little intense. We have somebody who's flying who's never been on a plane before. Got the courage to just because, because beautiful Christina Clark is like, I'm not going to let you get held back from your breakthrough because of a fear. I'm going to hook you up with a travel buddy. You're not going to be alone. We're going to make sure in the airport, everybody has a friend. On the planes, everybody has a friend. She's making sure everybody has a roommate. She's making sure everybody's taken care of. Like all the things. And it's just an incredible example of being your sister's keeper. Being your brother's keeper. And being able to live on the other side of maybe what was or wasn't given to you. I feel like it's a little bit of both for you, Christina, times where you felt left out, you're like, no, I'm going to make sure nobody else feels that way, and then the times where you haven't, and you just felt like this is the best, this is what I want every woman to be able to walk through, because the breakthrough and the experiences that is going to happen at Cherish is something that happens once in a lifetime, every year it is something different, and it is incredible, And so I am just so proud that we have a team who is like, nope, we're going to get as many people that we can there. We've got people volunteering to sponsor people to come down. I mean, I could just go on and on and on. But the most incredible example of this congregation being their brother's keeper. And I'm just excited to see that grow in each of us and to start to really be able to take that now that we're kind of getting our footing here, the cement starting to dry, being able to take that in to the city, yes? Amen. Amen. woo Wow, we are moving. I am talking. Am I talking fast? <laughs> Sean's like, no. <laughs> it's kind of normal. Oh, uh, Mike Clark said it would stars lost voice with Sean's answer to prayer. <laughs> if you're gonna say it to me, I'm gonna say it out loud. <laughs> but Pastor Pastor Lynette was like, no, it was the sexy rap- raspiness that he. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, we have so much fun in this church. I just love it. Wow. <sighs> okay. Yay. Okay. I'm just <laughs> just moving along. And then, honestly, we're already, that's why I'm like, wow, cool, here we go. We're already at our third point, yes? Yeah. But, again, I feel like this is the most uh, effective, the most powerful one when it comes to us standing up and saying, not in our town. This is how we're really going to take the city, and it's just the power of prayer. And we will probably talk about it every single week. And if it's in every single message, every single Sunday, I'm not going to be mad. (laughs) Like the power of prayer, individual prayer. We need to have our individual prayer life where it's just us and God in the closet, walking around your, you know, the hot tub. (laughs) I Just stay away. Me and Bethany are upstairs watching a movie. Like, oh, you just have your time. Wherever that is, however you experience and encounter God, making sure on a regular basis to get in that, but then corporate prayer. That's why we pray every single Sunday as a corporate prayer, and then every single Tuesday, 530 for the men, every single Thursday, 9 a.m. for the ladies. It's it's never going to end, but we pray from a place of victory. We pray from a place of knowing we have the victory. Not, I'm so worn down. The devil's got me again. The Colin was talking about last week. Oh, the devil's after me again. Yeah, there is a devil, and it's real, and we are battling a spiritual battle. It says in Ephesians 6, 12 through 13, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Then the next part is the victory part. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to to withstand the evil day and having done all to stand. You will not be left down. Even if the enemy is trying to attack you right now, you will not be left down. God will not let you down. We as a community will not let you down. You are not fighting this alone. We are fighting this together. Get in a connect group. Serve on a team. All those are ways to make sure we have accountability and know what's going on in each other's worlds. We don't know what's going on in your world if you just show up on a Sunday We can hug you and love on you, but but we don't really know what's going on in your world if you just come on a Sunday and just leave. We really want you to get connected because we want to be able to know what's going on in your world so that we can be praying for you, that we can be your brother's keeper. We can be the one to help you if you are in a time of need, need. Um, but also knowing that God is not going to let you fall. You will, in the end, you will stand. There's times you will fall, but you're going to get back up. (laughs) There is definitely times I have fallen, but you will get back up. And in the end, all you will to stand. So I just thought it would be really cool because I love the practical side of everything. So I have this little tool that I use, a couple tools that I use. Um, This is the power of a praying parent. And then the power of a praying wife. They also have the power of a praying husband, but I don't have that one. um, (laughs) But I know my man prays for me. I can, I know. I know it. And they also have um, one, the power of a praying man, the power of a praying woman. If you're single, not yet uh, married, they have that one too that you can can order. But what I have found with this is it's just a beautiful way sometimes when I don't know what to pray. I'm like, where am I going to start? Or God, I'm going to open up this book randomly and you're going to take me to one of these pages that's going to show maybe this is something my husband really needs some deep prayer for right now. Um, and I have a bunch of these at our house. I like to give them away at baby showers and bridal showers. Yes. Um, but I want to give these away today. So power of a praying parent. Who wants this one? Hey, I see you back there here. Come and grab it. Good for you, man. How old are your kids? 9, 11, and 16. Wow. Those are great, great ages. And let me tell you, kids, to have a dad like that. You guys are really blessed. And even in the frustrating moments when dads can be so annoying. <laughs> I know. I, you know what I mean? My dad was. Oh, hey. Sorry. <laughs> Bethany sometimes gets annoyed with her dad even though he's perfect. Um, But what a beautiful thing for you to just literally stand up that fast and be like, no, I want to pray for my kids. And whatever tool I need to help me to pray at the next level, I honor you. I really honor you for that. That's really incredible and bold and courageous. And let me tell you, you guys are going to start seeing a shift. Something's about to shift in your family. The hunger brings... Shift, 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 shift is coming. It's coming. Something's about to change in your, and things that you had to fight against before, you're not going to have to fight against. These aren't going to be fighting prayers. They're going to be f- prayers to like blessing of your kids and prayers for your kids to go to the next level and prayers for your kids' dreams to be realized. And that's the beautiful thing about this book is it just gives you that. Some days I'm really tired. I'll just read it, I'll just read it out loud. And then other days it sparks something and then it'll just get me into this 10, 15 minute of, you know, Like, I'll just read a perfect example. Let me just open this. This doesn't mean this is what Colin's dealing with. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, this one's really not his problem. But I pray that you would make my husband a man of integrity according to your standards. Okay, he is that. But here's the idea is okay, there might be a temptation for a business deal to come up. God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would cover my husband right now, that you would give him the mind of Christ, that when he sees that number, but it's not supposed to be ours, that you would convict him to stay in integrity because something wrapped up in that number would cause him to do something immoral that he doesn't believe in that's maybe hidden down in the contract that you wouldn't have read on the 112th page. Except for now, you will read it because we pray that you would be able to have strength and integrity in every decision. Yes? And so sometimes, see, I like you. I would give you this, but you're not a wife. I would order you the husband one. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it just gives you this fuel. Sometimes I just need a little bit of fuel and some things to pray about. And then other times I just read it, but it's still spoken out loud in a cover. So, praying wife, who wants that one? Oh, see, you got to be quick. You go, girl. Come grab it. Again, look at you. Probably been married for a little while. You look the same age as me, so. 20 years. You beat us by a year. But how beautiful. Again, this wasn't the part. See, this is where the Holy Spirit still is like, I'll still show up if you don't perform. Let me. Let me. Um, What a beautiful heart that after 20 years you still want to pray for your husband. <laughs> that you still want to, that that hungry, pray for your husband. That is so beautiful. And again, that's going to unlock something in you. As you start praying for him at the next level, it's going to unlock something in you. And I believe you are going to encounter God in a way you never have before because of how much you want to pray for your husband. So such a beautiful thing. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Yes. I just love... I love See, that's the fun stuff about mom. We give, give away treats. <laughs> treats and gifts, and it's so fun. And We have our son who we are talking about. Jacob's in town next weekend. I was like, wow, you missed it by one week with this beautiful wife. We're so excited, so you guys will get to all meet them. I did have a mom moment, because it's the first time we've seen them since they got married. And so, you know, when they used to come visit, we'd have two separate rooms, because <laughs> Because that's, you know, that's integrity. You, you, we don't sleep together until we're married. And he had that same conviction. So I always would, you know, when they came to visit, we'd have the two different rooms. So I texted him. Oh, I was so excited. I'll get your rooms already. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob was like, rooms? With, with a, like, like an S? Question mark? And I was like, oh, my God. He can come and they can stay in the same room. And it's like legal. And oh, my gosh. Oh so I had a little bit of a moment. (laughs) Like, oh he's our first one to get married. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, so anyways, that was just a mom moment that came out as I was (laughs) (laughs) power of a praying wife. Power of praying for your pastor, pray for me this week. It's gonna be really no. It's gonna be a beautiful thing. And what makes it more beautiful is it's just so right. It's just it's just so right. And what I've found is your prayers, the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. And not that your prayers don't work if you have made mistakes or had a week where you do something. You had a week you yelled at your husband too much. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> um, so not that your prayers aren't effective, but the prayers of a righteous man or woman availeth much. So we're just going to wrap up with that and then we're going we're to do our altar call. So if you want to just close your eyes This is where the Holy Spirit just dropped something to pray for. Um, And I just feel like there's a few people in here who either feel like your prayers aren't effective because maybe the enemies lied to you, or like Jonay, the enemies come and stolen your voice, so you just don't feel you're worthy to pray. And then there's some of you who feel like, well, I haven't done everything right, so I shouldn't pray or I shouldn't, God shouldn't answer my prayers. And all of those are lies from the enemy. And I just break those right now in the name of Jesus. I feel like that was a little bit of a corporate word that that the enemy is trying to come in and steal so many of our prayer voices because the power of prayer is so potent the power of prayer is what is going to take this city the power of prayer is what is going to take our hearts the power of prayer is what is going to change our kids and change our our spouses and change our marriages and bring the fruitfulness and the healingness that god has for every one of us and and i would even say let's just take a minute for maybe there's something in your heart that isn't right we always want to just take a moment to just get right with god so that our prayers can availeth much, whether it's bitterness, whether you've allowed insecurity, whether it's been just your own choices, or maybe something that has done to you that then you opened the door and let the enemy come in and give a voice to something that wasn't true. I'm just going to take 30 seconds to let everybody... We're all a work in progress. I can think in my mind right now what I need to get right with God take a minute to just get right with God in that and just, God, I thank you for purifying our hearts. I thank you for a room full of people that want a pure heart, that want pure motives, that want to be able to grow and heal and love at another level. God, I thank you that you open up to us areas that we can continue to give to you so we can grow we can have a healthy heart God that you intended for us to have so that we can be our brother our sister's keeper at another level from an even healthier place from an even healthier place than we are now God we want to grow and continue to tend our garden and I thank you for giving us opportunities and shining a light on the things that you want us to grow in Not, not to discipline us but God to convict us to, so we can live our best life and give the purest of ourselves to you and to each other. Thank you, Jesus. And why everybody's eyes are closed and your head is still bowed, you know, maybe some of this is very new to you. Maybe you don't even have a relationship with Jesus yet. And that's the first thing. That's the first most powerful thing is just having a personal relationship. Jesus, with your Lord and Savior, the one who designed you, who loves you unconditionally, even if you've been loved conditionally in the past. God loves you unconditionally and He wants a relationship with you. So if that's you, just lift your hand. I just want to be able to pray for you. Nobody's looking around. If you just want a relationship with Jesus, thank you. I see your hand. I see your hand. So beautiful. Maybe you had a relationship with Jesus in the past and you just want to rekindle that at another level. Maybe you want your relationship with Jesus to just be back to what it used to be, to be, to be strong and close again. So if that's you, raise your hand. Those two groups, whether you're, you're new to Jesus or you just want to rekindle that relationship, I see you right there. I see you. That's the most special thing. God wants us to meet in person together as a family in church. Ultimately, to connect with Him, God, I thank you for every single person that has raised their hand right now in the name of Jesus. Whether it's the first time or they just have the courage to say, "God, I just want another level of You." God, I think that you think that you will touch each and every one of them individually. God, they would feel a shift in their heart in their spirit in their mind in their body in their soul what happens when jesus comes into you is it changes everything body mind soul spirit all of that and i i just pray god that you would just touch them in a new way so everybody repeat after me we're just gonna all together welcome them into the family say father god i thank you for your goodness thank you for your grace i admit i'm a sinner But I know now how much you forgive me. Don't hold me to my past and how much you love me. I give my life to you. I commit my heart to you. And I commit my world to serving you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen.